Hello, my lovely loyal listeners. <laughs> it's just Miss Rose. And today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns, <laughs> it is Monday, October 24th, 2022. So we are on the countdown. We have uh, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven days until season three of As the Massage Table Turns. And in my excitement for doing this As the Massage Table Turns, which I do for you and me, I'm so excited that I'm almost to episode 200. So for a special treat this week, you guys, I already told you about it, but today is going to be the first day, you know, that we're going to do our normal Monday Ask the Massage Table Turns, and then we're going to do one on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and... On Monday, next Monday, we're going to do Halloween. We're going to do season three of Ask the Massage Table Turns. But in the meantime, in between time, I want to thank you for joining me today on today's episode of Ask the Massage Table Turns. Now, as you know, we were going to continue driving down the pits of hell, down the sinkhole in the rabbit hole that we're in. Because we're still driving through it. Hey, we didn't get down here in one day. We're not going to get out in one day. So, (laughs) we will be right back after this brief pause for the cause with today's episode of Ask the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. It's time for Dictionary Definition of the Day. Today's Dictionary Definition Word of the Day, brought to you by Oxford Languages, is superficial. It's an adjective. Existing or occurring 
at or on the surface. Situated or occurring on the skin or immediately beneath it. Appearing to be true or real only until examined more closely. Superficial. And we'll be right back. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are going to be continuing our conclusion on HackSpirit.com. And this article is titled, Spot a Superficial Person with These 18 Characteristics They Just Can't Hide. This was written by Jude Paller, updated June 18, 2022 at 7.16 a.m. Trust me, you'll get nowhere with a superficial person. And you don't want to hang out with one either. They focus on outward appearances and couldn't care less about what is going on underneath. But they still do care about something, their own self, if that counts. Because they're shallow, it is best not to expect much from them. They're not going to be reliable friends or empathetic lovers because a relationship with them is all about what you provide. It's best to stay away from them, but sometimes one or two will come our way. Here are 18 telltale signs that you (laughs) are dealing with a superficial person. (laughs) Number one, they are materialistic. Superficial people's main goal is to gain as many materialistic benefits as possible. Material buyers, defined in a study as people who value materialistic pursuits and prefer buying material goods over experiences, have been found to be liked less by their peers than people who pursue happiness through life experiences. Some chase money. Others chase power or fame, but all of these lack substance. They feel entitled to be happy, so they focus on what can make them happy immediately, even if it doesn't last. Number two, they have no conviction. A superficial person goes where the wind goes. They have no opinion or conviction that can't be swayed, convinced out of, or just eradicated without much pressure. In fact, they can't be bothered with caring about any cause because they only care about themselves. Research shows that highly materialistic people may care less about the environment and other people than non-materialists do. Number three, they care so much about how they look. They are all about appearances. They only care about how they look but lack the ability for self-observing and looking deeper inside themselves. Selfishness and superficiality goes hand in hand. According to author Allison Stevenson in Vice, in my mind, shallow people only care about appearance. All that matters to them is that they find someone who looks good standing next to them. They don't pay attention to observe and notice feelings, behaviors, and thoughts of the people around them. They look like on the outside and not what it 
wait a minute. They look like on the in, on the outside and not what is in people's hearts. I think they're supposed to say they look anyway. For them, good is only good if they get something out of it. Number four, a gifted advisor confirms. Oh, here we go with this again. Wait a minute, y'all. <laughs> the signs above and below in this article sound like a uh, sound like a commercial, y'all. The signs above and below in this article will give you a good idea of whether you've met a superficial person. Even so, it can be very worthwhile to speak to a highly intuitive person. Okay, psychic source. That's a commercial for psychic source, y'all. I'm not reading this. Their relationship, number five, their relationship is self-centered. When they are in a relationship, the relationship revolves around them. It is always about them and their needs. There is no give and take in the relationship because they always take from you. According to F. Diane Barth, LCSW, in Psychology Today, there are two defining characteristics of selfishness. Being concerned excessively or exclusively with oneself, having no regard for the needs or feelings of others. Barth says that dealing consistently with someone is selfish can make your life miserable. Okay, that should say, Barf says that dealing consistently with someone who is selfish can make your life miserable. Books have been written about narcissism, Generation Me, even healthy selfishness. But when someone you have to deal with regularly is consistently self-involved and self-centered, they can make your life miserable. If you are in a relationship with a superficial person, it will lack any significant depth because of its one-sidedness and inequality. It is also the same if you are friends with a superficial person. They only want to be with you because you have something to contribute and give them. Friendships, relationships, whatever, it is all based on what can you do for me philosophy. In short, they are using you for their own good. That's not a real relationship, is it? Number six, they lack intelligence. This is not about IQ or high or how high you score on a test. This is about self-intelligence, which includes social con- social contract, manners, grace, gratitude, and others. According to an article in Medium, people who are shallow may in fact be quite well-informed and possess a depth of knowledge. However, they don't fully utilize the information they've obtained. Intelligence is something that everybody has, but everybody has it in different amounts. People who more socially and emotionally, people who are more socially and emotionally intelligent are able to look deeper and analyze others' behaviors, but a super per, a superficial person doesn't care. Number seven, they are backstabbers. A superficial person may smile and talk at you, but in the back of their minds, they are noticing how they don't like your hair, your teeth, etc., they are fake people because the emotion they display doesn't set, doesn't necessarily match what they think. 
Research shows that highly materialistic people tend to care less about the environment and other people than non-materialistics do. They may say, bless your heart, but then rip you to shreds the moment you aren't within ears distance. Number eight, sorry, I can't dominates their vocabulary. I am not saying that people who have depth don't care when to say no. Wait a minute. I am not saying that people who have depth don't know when to say no. But when you care for other people, it is normal that you help and pitch in as much as you could. According to F. Diane Barth, LCSW in Psychology Today, self-involved people are unlikely to be very responsive to your needs. If someone is both totally self-involved and uncaring about anyone else, they are not likely to be very responsive to you in any way other than evaluating how you meet their needs. But superficial people never do. They don't pitch in, roll up their sleeves, or give their time to something that might not benefit them. They think that there's nothing... They think that there's nothing in it for them, so they don't give a damn about it. Number nine, they are judgmental. At one time or another, we've held ignorant beliefs about a person or group of people. But the difference between rational people and the superficial ones is that the former doesn't habitually judge others. Krauss explained on Psychology Today that ego Centrism can cause us to make incorrect assumptions about what other people are thinking or feeling and annoyed or even enraged when others fail to see things their way. Maybe they do judge sometimes because nobody's perfect, but not all the time. Superficial people will judge the moment they get the chance, and that is every day. They will form negative opinions about someone without any evidence, making them toxic people. Number 10, they love to gossip. Don't tell your problems to people. 80% don't care, and the other 20% are glad you have them. Lou Holtz. There are busybodies, and if they have something to do, Oh, they are busybodies. And if they have something to contribute, it is typically, did you hear about or do you know that he or she, they disguise as concerned people, but they only want to to gossip. They worry about nothing but having a juicy story to tell that puts them in the spotlight. When you talk with a superficial person, it involves a fair amount of gossip and empty talk. I bet they won't notice that you're bored listening to their incessant talking, too. It's a one-sided conversation from hell. Number 11, they only wear branded clothes. Because they're all about appearances, it's no wonder that they will also be about the labels and big brands. They don't want to look cheap, so they will not wear anything unless it has a famous label on it. Not only that, They look down on anyone who isn't doing the same. Number 12, they want to be the center of attention. 
Superficial people think the world evolves around them. They are attention grabbers, and if they aren't getting it, they do whatever they can to get it. They are overreacting drama queens who are all about having the adoration of everyone around them. You, you can call them narcissists who are unable to grasp the difference between good and bad attention. Number 13. They have an extreme sense of entitlement. The world owes you nothing. It was here first. Mark Twain. People who are not selfish and narcissistic do not go and act like the world owes them. Life gives us nothing. Either we work for something or we go without. On the other hand, superficial people feel entitled to deserve everything. Nice clothes, the best house, a new car, and the best looking partner. Just for being them. Number 14. They don't listen. If you met a narcissist, you will quickly notice that they have all the makings of a superficial person. The reason is that the only interesting thing they find are those things that involve them. For example, a conversation with a superficial person will focus on them. Most of the time, they hijack the conversation so it always comes back to me. Narcissists struggle to listen and tend to be quite superficial. They may do this because they believe they are better than other people. According to Rhonda Freeman, Ph.D. in Psychology Today, in an article on narcissism. They believe they are better than other people, and usually the variables that are self-enhanced and related to power and structure. Number 15, they are social climbers. Most of us are familiar with the rating system for men and women where 10 is the highest and 1 is the lowest. If a 10 is attached to a 2 because of the former's money, power, or status, it's called being superficial. They are social climbers and date someone just to, uh, just to up their own status. It doesn't matter if there's a connection or sexual attraction. What matters is if they can move up the social ladder. Number 16, they love giving backhanded compliments. Most superficial people don't know how to give compliments. If they do, then it's a backhanded one. Backhanded compliments are about as nice as they get. So if they have something nice to say, it will always be followed by something to squash you. Number 17, they are ungrateful. A superficial person thinks highly of himself, so there's no need to say, thank you, you owe them. Not the other way around. They are an ungrateful bunch of human beings. Number 18, they twist the truth. Another sign you're dealing with a superficial person is that they never accept any corrections. They are perfect. <laughs> For them, they never did anything wrong, so nothing is ever their fault. They think that their moral standing is taller than anyone else. Last but not least, they believe that they are the hero in every story, too. Being friends with a superficial person requires thick skin. Be prepared to get used, abused, and manipulated to their whims. You can't expect to have a deeper relationship with a shallow person. Do Zantamata. 
Now that we've covered how to spot a superficial person, let's go discuss how can you actually deal with them. No, (laughs) ma'am. We will be concluding this article. (laughs) Because that, my lady, (laughs) is an entirely separate article right there. (laughs) But you know what, you guys? Um, I am going to conclude today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. And since we are going to be recording every single solitary day this week, I will do the remainder of this tomorrow. I will come on and I will start tomorrow's episode with how to deal with superficial people. Five no-nonsense steps. I mean, five no-nonsense tips. And we'll do that on tomorrow's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. And in the meantime, in between time, I want to thank you so much for your loyal, lovely, lovely, loyal listenership. I really do appreciate you taking time out of your day to sit and listen to my podcast or walk around and cook or whatever you're doing. I still appreciate you for picking me to listen to. Now, this is Jess Miss Rose, and you know the rules. Don't let anybody take you off your square because you are the only you in the entire universe and nobody is doing a better job of being you than you. Please support my sister podcast, Just Miss Rose, which I record every Sunday, but you can hear anytime on Spotify or Apple. <laughs> this is Miss Rose out. Have a great week, and we will talk to you tomorrow on the next episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Miss Rose out. Talk to you later. Bye. All right, my lovely loyal listeners, we are back and we are on the website hackspirit.com. And this article is titled, How to Tell If Someone Sold Their Soul. 12 Obvious Signs. It was written by Pearl Nash, September 19th, 2022 at 12.10 p.m. You've probably heard the legends and superstitions about selling your soul to the devil. But what if someone you know has actually done it in real life? You might have a friend or a family member who has started acting strangely. They seem to have let go of their core beliefs and what really matters. Could they have really sold their soul? Read on to find out. What does it mean to sell your soul? If a person has sold their soul, they will do anything and everything for superficial benefits. Wealth, fame, status, beauty, or power. To achieve these goals, they let go of all their core values including kindness, compassion, and respect. This means nothing is out of bounds for them, not even lying, cheating, stealing, or even worse. 
A person who has sold their soul won't care how many dark stains their soul accumulates. They only have one thing in sight, and they're willing to sacrifice anything for it. You're probably eager to find out if this is the case for the person you have in mind. Rest assured, there are obvious signs that can point this out. Let's take a look. Number one, they have superficial priorities. A person who has sold their soul will set the wrong kind of priorities. Rather than worrying about health, family, and the good of society, they will chase after superficial things. These can include money, fame, beauty, or status. Don't get me wrong, these things aren't necessarily bad in and of themselves. After all, who wouldn't want to be beautiful or have a little more extra cash? But problems often arise when people set these as priorities. Let's look at some examples to illustrate. If someone is hyper-focused on looks, they might do risky or downright damaging things in order to keep looking young. They might use products that can cause serious illnesses like cancer or undergo procedures that lead to serious health complications. Chasing money brings about similar problems. When a business person or company puts profits above everything else, they start adopting practices that hurt the environment or disregard human rights, such as child labor. I'm sure you can see the problems here. Someone with these priorities has clearly lost sight of what really matters. They've been set down a dark path. It's one of the clear signs they have sold their soul. And if they don't correct course soon enough, there might be no going back. Number two, they show no guilt over making mistakes. Have you ever made a mistake? Of course you have. After all, to err is human. So here's a better question. Do you feel bad about the things you've done wrong? A person who has sold their soul will answer with a resounding no. Here's why. A feeling of guilt is what tells you that you don't like what you did. You hurt someone, but you didn't mean to and you wish you could do it differently. This is because you have morals, which prevents you from wanting to hurt people and priorities that follow these goals. Except wait, a person who has sold their soul has let go of both these things. So there is no strain from their morals for them because they no longer hold any. And even if they do, They'll say, so what? They care more about their superficial end goal than any damage they may do to get there. Number three, a gifted advisor 
confirms it. The signs above and below in this article will give you a good idea of whether your friend has sold their soul. Even so, it can be very worthwhile to speak to a highly intuitive person and get guidance from them. They can answer all sorts of spiritual questions and take away your doubts and worries. Like, is your friend's soul past saving? Is yours in danger too? I recently spoke to someone from Psychic Source after noticing a friend starting to act very strange. After being lost in my own worries for so long, they gave me a unique insight into what's happening in our friendship, including the right path for my own soul. I was actually blown away by how kind, compassionate, and knowledgeable they were. In this spiritual reading, a gifted advisor can tell you whether your friend has sold their soul and most importantly, empower you to make the right decisions when it comes to your own soul. Number four, they have lost all sense of self-respect. This one can be tricky to spot, but if you're paying attention to what they say and do, you'll see it. It shows in the way they treat their friends and family, the way they speak to others, and the way they act in public. They not only don't care about others, they also don't respect themselves anymore. But this is hardly surprising. They've already given up on their own soul. So why would their own self-respect matter? This is just one of the sacrifices needed to make, to put money, fame, or beauty above everything else. Number five, they always think negatively. What kind of things has this friend been saying of late? Do they talk about a bright future, their wishes and dreams, and hope for a better tomorrow? Or does talking to, talking to them sound like, if it's the latter, watch out? That's another sign that your friend has sold their soul. Mm. Of course, ups and downs happen to all of us. It's a normal part of life and nothing to worry about in moderation. But when someone has a habit of thinking negatively all the time, it's a clear sign they've sold their soul. As they have sold their soul, they know deep down a dark future awaits them. So why should they care about it? Well, they won't. They'll be concentrated on short-term gain while knowing in the back of their mind that the bigger picture looks quite bleak for them. They're also stuck in their head and won't be able to see the bigger picture or any way out of this. Often, this kind of negativity can spiral deeper and deeper. Eventually, it can turn into harmful behavior or even violence. Number six, 
they lack self-control. Here's one that may not be so obvious. A person who has sold their soul will lack self-control. They'll be enchanted by the spell of whatever they're chasing. This pull will be stronger than anything else, including their own willpower. In fact, they don't have full possession over their willpower anymore. They gave it up when they sold their soul. They might have fleeting moments when they wonder if what they're doing is right or even feel a desire to change their ways, but they won't be able to follow through. This is very much an an internal battle. So how can you, as an outsider, see if this is the case? Look for signs in the little things. Are they able to resist that savory dessert when they're on a diet? Are they able to close the Netflix window when it's time to go to sleep or finish a project? Essentially, they won't be able to put what's good for them or others above immediate gratification and selfish desire. Number seven, they take advantage of others. This is a big one. If you have a friend who always takes advantage of other people, it's almost certainly because they've sold their soul. They know that they'll never be able to get their end goal, the idyllic life they want, without taking advantage of others. So they do. They'll constantly be on the lookout for any benefit they can pull from other people. And they'll jump at every chance they can get. It could be asking for favors from people without ever offering them in return. They might get others to help them, but make, but make excuses when it's their turn. It could also be something much more subtle, like how they talk about others. Whatever it is, one thing is for sure. If you're not careful, you could get seriously hurt. This is why if you think someone you know has sold their soul, you need to have your guard up. I mentioned earlier how the help of a gifted advisor can reveal the truth about souls. You could analyze the signs until you reach the conclusion you're looking for, but getting guidance from a highly intuitive person will give you real clarity on the situation and avoid disastrous consequences. And the best part? Now, y'all sound like y'all trying to make me read a bunch of commercials. Number eight, they are losing friendships. You might notice this person has been losing a lot of friends lately. This can happen for a number of reasons. Their lives take them in different directions, their interests change, or their priorities shift to something else. Or maybe they have sold their soul. What do the two things have to do with each other? A lot, actually. As we have already seen, someone who sold their soul will continuously take advantage of others. I'm sure you can see how this is one of the most effective ways to lose a friend. If that's not enough, this person's constant negativity will put many people off. People won't like hanging around them because they just bring everyone around them down. Thirdly, as they show no remorse over their mistakes, 
it gets really difficult to solve conflicts with this person. Without a sincere apology, any pain they cause, any pain they cause you will accumulate and eventually cause the friendship to end. Lastly, them themselves they themselves may end the friendship because they start focusing too much on superficial goals. Why bother investing in friendships if you can have wealth, fame, or power? Well, only someone who has sold their soul would ask this question seriously. Number nine, their loyalty can be bought. You might notice this kind of pattern. One week your friend is hanging out with Josh and Maria, but a few weeks later they're rolling their eyes over them and hanging out with a completely different crowd. And the same thing a few weeks after that. What's going on here? This person's loyalty sways with the wind. They have no real affection or care for these people, and so they can very easily let go and move on. If you look closely, you'll notice that they are friends with whoever can bring them the most benefits, whether these people are conscious of it or not. Sometimes, this is an outright agreement. Everyone involved is chasing their own selfish gains, and they happen to be mutually beneficial at least for now. But underneath the facade, they only see each other as convenient stepping stones. As soon as the friendship stops being useful, it will dissolve without a trace. How do you notice if your friend is being genuine or not? Pay special attention when things get tough. Do they still stick around or do they pull a disappearing act? This will show you if your friend is truly loyal to the people in their life or if they are just sucking benefits out of them. Number 10, they are narcissistic. This sign will come as no big surprise to you. Someone who has sold their soul will usually be a huge narcissist. Nobody is more important to them than themselves. To a certain extent, this is natural and even healthy. After all, if we don't prioritize ourselves, who will? We have to care about our own survival and well-being first and foremost. But narcissists take this to an extreme level. They feel they are above everyone else and that they deserve special treatment. In their minds, everyone else should be subservient to them And they will even cause others harm to get personal gain. If you've spotted a narcissist, chances are you've identified someone who sold their soul. Why? Because it's the only way they can reach their impossible, superficial goals. In a certain sense, they're subjecting others to the same treatment they've already put themselves through too. They've put shallow values over their soul's integrity and fate. And then they do the same thing to other souls too. Number 11, they are willing to betray everything they once stood for. This is one of the most obvious signs. 
If someone has sold their soul, they will be willing to betray all the values they once stood for. It doesn't matter what it is. Compassion, spirituality, fair wages, they'll toss it all away at the drop of a hat. There are no limits to what or who they will throw under the bus. And for what? They might get a few extra minutes of fame or a couple more bucks in the bank. If these gains sound horribly disproportionate to the things they're throwing away, it's because they are. But good luck convincing them of that. They've already betrayed their own soul and they are blinded by the illusion that made them do it. They will sell out their family and friends without hesitation. They will turn on anyone who gets in their way, even if it means destroying themselves too. Number 12. They have a victim complex. If someone has sold their soul, they will have a victim complex. Oh, excuse me, y'all. They will be convinced that they are the victims of everyone and everything around them. They'll believe that everyone is out to get them and that they are the only ones who can see through all the lies and deceit. In a certain sense, this is true. But it's not because of anything anyone else has done to them. It's because of what they've done to themselves. They've become victims of their own delusions and now they're stuck in the cycle where no one else can help them escape from it. As a result, they'll feel like the world owes them a favor. This is why they will be so quick to take advantage of others. They don't care about anyone else's feelings or well-being because they'll feel entitled to everything. Watch out for this sign to avoid being manipulated. Final thoughts. These 12 signs will give you a great idea if someone sold their soul. But if you really want to find out, don't leave it up to chance. Instead, speak to a real gifted advisor. Stop it. You keep mentioning the psychic story. I'm not doing that. Putting yourself first. Now, is this a whole nother? Okay, hold on. Okay, wait, okay. Just wait, hold, hold on, y'all. Hold on, what's it? Okay, no, okay. So that's the end of that article, you guys. And that was by per, uh, Pearl Nash <laughs> on hackspirit.com. And that fascinating article was titled, How to Tell If Someone Sold Their Soul. <laughs> 12 Obvious Signs by Pearl Nash. And we'll be back in just a moment with the conclusion of today's episode of As the Massage Table Turns. Did I tell you I love you for listening? I love you for listening. We'll be right back. (laughs) 